today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The London Police Services Board is gathering input from the public as it prepares to ask the federal government to add the term femicide to the criminal code. It's a change that caught my eye, and here to help us understand more about it is one of the people spearheading this. Megan Walker is a member of the board and former executive director of the London Abused Women's Centre. Good morning, Megan, and thank you. Oh, good morning. Thank you for having me on. What is it that you're hoping to change here? Well, the board of directors of the London Police Services Board has voted unanimously to um, take action uh, to advocate with the federal government to define femicide in the criminal code. And the reason why this is so important is that, well, first of all, uh, homicide is really a male term, the the origin from the Latin term uh, killing of man. So it does not represent what happens to women. Um, And secondly, it's important that what is happening to women be named. And the name of what is happening with the killing of women is femicide. And femicide generally means uh, killing of women and girls for no other reason than their gender. And this goes beyond domestic relationships. It is the killing of all women, and I think it's important to re- um, for the listeners to know that every 36 hours in Canada, a woman or girl is uh, murdered. This, this is um, definitely an epidemic um, targeting women and girls across the country, and the best way we have of dealing with it is by defining fem- femicide in the criminal code and then also taking action to investigate as to whether any of these crimes uh, are hate motivated. And if so, there would be a secondary investigation and charge uh, as a hate crime. It's my understanding that there are going to be, or the suggestion is at least, um, four different categories of femicide. We do not have any uh you know, categorization at all as a police services board. We are developing right now um, our final um, recommendations, and those will be presented to the board in September after the completion of public consultation, which is happening right now until the end of July. Um, Would this also include trans women? This would include all women. So, um, you know, what we're saying is that women are targeted and we take an intersectional approach to what is happening. And that would include all women um, from their various backgrounds. And frankly, we know that there are um, some women and girls who are, you know, more at risk of this, including Indigenous girls and trans women and, uh, you know, other women that don't have English as a first language, all of these things. And they'll need to be taken into consideration uh, once the definition is, is complete. The Ontario Association of Interval and Transition Houses compiles and publishes an annual list of femicides across the province. According to their numbers, since November of 2021, there have been 23 femicides across Ontario. And in June of 2022, five cases recorded in this province. Um, Has this also come about because of the inquiry into missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls? That was not um, the primary focus uh, at the time, although the board is very um, concerned about missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. 
Um, this came about because there was a uh, report delivered to the board which talked about hate crimes and the number of uh, homicides. And the questions were raised uh, why ha uh, homicides and not femicides and how many of those you know, so-called homicides include the murders of women. Um, and secondly, how many of these were determined to be hate crimes? And those stats are not actually um, developed or, or, or accounted for by the police services. Um, and so that was a pretty sort of a red flag. And it was determined that we really need to have concrete um, you know, statistics. And we may, we need to make sure that if we're going to conquer or address the issue of femicide um, and male violence against women, that we have the statistics to back what we're saying. We're speaking with Megan Walker of the London Abused Women's Centre about including femicide in the criminal code. Now, would this be um, an additional language to what already exists? Or would it be writing an additional law specific to um, the killing of women? I'm not really certain about which way this will go. Um, I can tell you that what is most important is that um, femicide be defined and that that be circulated to police departments across the country. And so the, uh, any woman that is killed would be categorized as a femicide. Um, and appropriate actions would be taken then to determine whether or not it is a hate crime. Um, I just also want you to know that I am um, that the Police Services Board has been working very closely with the Canadian uh, Femicide Observatory, um, directed by Myrna Dawson, and we are taking a lot of um, actions as a result of her recommendations. She's been doing great work with her team for a number of years. Um, and we're really depending on her expertise. Well, firstly, I was really heartened to see that this is coming from the London Police Services Board, that there is a, a push to examine and consider this and perhaps move it forward. I, I am so optimistic um, based on the feedback we have had so far from police departments across the country. Um, and, you know, I think all feminists are really tired of counting dead women. And what we want to do is take action to uh, save the lives of women. And I think this is a first step in that direction. And I'm glad that you uh, referred to Myrna Dawson and the Canadian Femicide Observatory. Before this story broke yesterday, I hadn't even heard of that. Yeah, it's just the most incredible work that they're doing. Um, I have so much respect for Myrna and for the organization. And um, it's really because of her and her team that the Police Services Board was able to take this action. So really amazing work going on in Canada to end femicide and male violence against women and girls. Um, what about more resources being freed up? You know, because we're sh shining a spotlight on this, and there's going to be more investigation and um, uh, more discussion about this, and hopefully a move to add it to the criminal code. Isn't it also important to have resources to prevent this from happening in the first place? Oh, absolutely. Um, agencies that work with um, women who are at risk uh, or families who have lost their daughters are so under-resourced and we should make it as a policy across this country that all women 
have a right to immediate access to service. Um, And that is absolutely critical. Well, one of the things that I've noticed as a reporter over the last several years, um, you know, and I'm talking about 10 to 15 years here, is that there has been um, a shift in terms of the understanding and investigation by police services about gender-based violence. I think that's true. I think there has been a shift. Um, I think it's it's not consistent. So what might happen in London could be very different from what is happening in Hamilton, for example. And I think what is important um, is that once there is a definition of femicide, that everybody across the country who's involved with policing understands what that means and takes a consistent approach to the issue. Now, what's going to be happening in London in the short term in examining femicide? Uh, So we have until the end of July for public consultation to um, be received. And then during the month of August, Uh, The board will be taking a look at all of the input and making decisions around which direction to go. Um, And then in September, on the 15th of September, the board will meet. And at that point, they will um, be given a recommendation um, to consider around moving forward. Um, So so once that has happened, and there will be a positive decision about uh, moving forward, given the board is so supportive of this, Um, There will be letters sent to uh, Minister Lametti, who is the Justice Minister and Attorney General, um, and uh, hopefully personal meetings with him to um, really emphasize how critical this is for the lives of women across the country. And I should say that I am cautiously optimistic there will be um, a definition provided given Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau is actually using the term femicide at this point, um, which, as I say, has not been defined. Has there been any government reaction yet? I mean, you did mention that uh, the Prime Minister is starting to use that as specific terminology. That gives us uh, some indication. But have you heard anything yet about what they would require in terms of the nuts and bolts of this? No, I think it's really early on at this point, but but I am encouraged also to hear that yesterday, apparently, um, Minister Lametti, did, he was asked the question around how does he feel about including femicide in the criminal code and defining it, and he said he was open to it, and I think that's quite encouraging. Um, and so we, we will depend, you know, I'm going to work and the police services board is going to work closely with Myrna Dawson and, and uh, the Femicide Observatory because they are the experts. Um, and we will take whatever advice they give us, uh, you know, very seriously. Well, it does seem like this may be a long venture. I'm hoping it's not too long. Um, I think um, there has been a lot of work done already by Myrna and her team, as an example. And once we are, you know, into September, which is just, you know, not that far away, hopefully the board has its recommendation um, to pass and then it will be uh, sort of full steam ahead. And we have had Many police organizations and um, associations reach out to the board to express their support of this and express um, a willingness to also 
work with the federal government to see this through to fruition. So I'm really optimistic. And what I continue to say is, we don't have time to make this a lengthy process. When women and girls are being murdered across this country every 36 hours, this is an urgent matter. It's a crisis and we need immediate action. Um, Can I ask you why it seems London is uh, ground zero for this? Well, I was, uh, I'm a former um, executive director of the London Abuse Women's Centre. And then after my retirement, I joined the Police Services Board. Um, and, And being this is who I am as a person. Um, These are not just work responses I'm giving to you. This is who I am as a person responding. Um, And I have tried to take a feminist uh, approach to all of the work at the Police Services Board. Um, And this is just one example. Um, Believe me, I am really heartened that this is happening. Um, I think it's a very interesting aspect of Canadian law um, to expand our understanding and to not just take the status quo as being something that's going to be responsive to the situations that are occurring right across this country. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and I agree completely. And and what, as I say, I, what is really important um, is that we start shifting the culture, so that we're not just taking, um, you know, an approach that women who are abused or are um, murdered uh, it, that has to remain the status quo. That is not the case. We have opportunities right now to change that. And I'm hoping all Canadians will come together and support those changes. Well, again, not only have we seen sort of a a shift in understanding in terms of of police investigating any form of gender-based violence, um, but I've also seen a shift in how they're looking at and looking at themselves as organizations in dealing with all forms of violence against women, including sexual assault. I agree. I think policing, um, uh, you know, I think there's a long way to go to getting to where we need to be around all forms of violence, including sexual assault. But um, I, I think we're talking about it and police are asking for information about it. Um, And I'm really encouraged by that. This is no longer um, considered to be a private issue between a couple in their homes. This is very much impacting the public. This is a public issue which requires a public response. What feedback have you been getting from other women's organizations uh, across the province? It's been so positive, and not just across the province, but actually across the country. We're, we're, we are receiving positive comments from, you know, women in Nova Scotia and uh, New Brunswick and, uh, of course, Ontario. But it, it's very, it's being really well received. And many of the women's organizations who have contacted me are saying, finally, finally, we will have what we need to make sure that police can do appropriate investigations, including for hate-motivated crimes against women. I hate to have to ask this question, but I do. Have you had any negative feedback? No, not, not a bit. There's really, people are coming forward with recommendations and are saying things. Uh, One of our partners in London, for instance, said, uh, we need more. 
you know, it can't just be a definition of femicide. You know, there needs to be much more done around that definition, around providing services and making sure women have access to, um, you know, policing in a safe way. And we totally agree with that. Um, there are some things the police can do and other things they can't. So as a police organization, there is a mandate. And some of the things are outside of that mandate. Um, but we're, there's nobody that has called to say or has written to say this is n- not the way forward. Everybody is very supportive. Megan, thank you so much for your time. And no doubt we'll be hearing more about this in the weeks, months and years to come. Well, thank you so much and take good care. Megan Walker of the London Abused Women's Centre, also the London Police Services Board. We've been talking about a move to put femicide in the criminal code. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.